Hello, and welcome to Best Sips Worldwide. I'm your drinking companion, Susan Schwartz, an American travel writer living in London. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were, shaken, not stirred. And I've been obsessed by the history of cocktails ever since. Through the years, I've been lucky enough to sip some of the best made by the best. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let me introduce you to the movers and shakers of the world's most famous watering holes. When your last name is Tattenjay, you're bound to continue in the tradition your family began 300 years before. As one of the great names in Champagne, Virginie Tattenjay, our guest today, felt her future had to be in the industry both her mother and father were born into. Today, she tells us how she is creating her own history with her son in tow. My name is Virginie Tétanger. Uh, you can say Tétanger or Tétanger, it doesn't matter. And I am issue from two strong uh, champagne family. Uh, my mother uh, family um, created the brand uh, Piper Isaac in 1851. And uh, my father uh, was my boss at Tétanger de Champagne during 21 years. I thought it was very difficult to work with his father until I was working with my son because <laughs> it's not easy every day. He's, uh, uh, he, he, he likes that everything goes perfectly and, uh, and everything didn't go perfectly every day. So, uh, now do you see how your father felt dealing with you? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, it's fantastic because I, always, I was always working in family. And I think it's different when you own your company and when you are working with your family. It's uh, another spirit. And uh, uh, um, it was uh, the main reason why I want to create my own house of champagne because when my story at Tétanger finished, ends up, um, I thought that the main capital I have in my hand was my knowledge in Champagne and the passion I have for this product uh, has to be transmitted to my children. Uh, I, I realize that if I don't uh, create my own house of Champagne, this capital is going to die. And um, since a generation, we, 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 we create uh, in Champagne, and I don't want to be the last one who knows uh, uh, this knowledge. So I guess you feel the burden of history to keep creating Champagne. Yeah. And when you were when you were growing up, did you feel, oh, this is my choice in life? Like I don't, I'm, I, this is what I have to do. I must work in Champagne. Because I, I didn't know that the story uh, Tétanger will be sold. Uh, but when it was sold and when uh, my, my, my job was over, uh, I realized I was, I was 47 years old at that time. I realized that uh, everything I know, I want to give uh, this gift to my children. Because it's a fantastic uh, patient, Champagne. Champagne is more than a wine. Champagne is a way of life. Uh, so when you left Tad and Jay... Yeah. 
you could have done anything. And you really felt that pull to yeah. go back. Yeah. To go back. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I, I, I didn't imagine my life without champagne every day. And uh, you know, my it was in my blood. My grandmother felt the same way. Really? <laughs> she but, uh, always had a bottle of champagne or refrigerator. I, I, I'm sure that my blood is sparkling. Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, champagne is part of my life and I, I, I want to continue this adventure. But the first question was which kind of champagne I love. Because when I was working for Tétanger, I didn't ask such question. I, I was comple- completely dedicated to Tétanger. Uh, I was dreaming, my heart, my body, my, my mind belongs to Tétanger. So uh, uh, when I, uh, I stop uh, from Tétanger, I know that if I try in my head, in my mouth, if I try to copy Tétanger, it will be the wrong direction. I have to make something different. I have to go back to the roots of the champagne. I mean, I have to go back to the vineyards. I have to come back to the grapes. And I have to find my own style and my own personality. It must have been very difficult because you've had a lifetime of having one kind of flavor in your mouth and then you have to... So I spent one year and a half uh, uh, around all the little village in Champagne tasting every day Champagne from wine grother which are not blending Champagne because uh, most of the famous brands uh, are making an uh, assemblage Champagne all. Uh, I mean it's a mix from Pinot Noir, from Pinot Meunier, from Chardonnay, from different village, from different years. That is the, 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 the way to produce uh, elegant and nice Champagne. But the one grocer, when they produce their own Champagne with their own vineyards, um, it's normally not an assemblage. So it's very interesting to taste those champagne because it it goes back to the roots of the champagne and to the original taste before the blend. It's like a perfume. Um, uh, A a nice perfume usually is a mix from chevrefeuille, jasmine, roses, whatever. And we were talking about this before. I I get back to the original flavor. I mean, 100% roses. 100% 100% chevrefeuille or jasmine or what. So I, I came back to the roots. And I find some beautiful things and I want to produce my champagne with those beautiful grapes. And uh, Because I was telling you that I really understand the language of spirits. Yeah. Not as much wine. Um, I don't know the vocabulary for talking about wine, and you had said that it's really much more yeah. like a spirit or a perfume. Yeah, because it's uh, it's an assemblage, it's a mix. Uh, a traditional champagne, you mix white grapes, Chardonnay, with black grapes, Pinot. You mix uh, different villages coming from different regions, in Champagne, in my Champagne, I mix uh, grapes coming from Montagne de Reims, grapes coming from Vallée de la Marne, grapes coming from Côte des Blancs, and I have 15 different 
cru, cru, it's village inside my, 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 my bottle of champagne. So um, this is not a, a, a point of view that uh, the, the wine uh, in Bordeaux, you have a, a, a chateau, a castle, in front of the castle you have the vineyards and the, 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 the wine came exclusively from the, 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 the vineyards. Uh, in Champagne, uh, most of, of, of the halves of Champagne didn't belong the, the, the grapes. Uh, we all buy grapes uh, here and there, and we make a mix, uh, which is like a parfum to, uh, to, on final, have your own taste. So the, we all play Uh, with the grapes coming from Champagne, of course, and we all give the style and the personality that we want. And we choose. Was your son also part of this discovery process? He starts. He starts because it's uh, you need a long time. Um, tasting uh, is a is a big and long road. Uh, to appreciate the different uh, uh, style and to compare uh, the flavor of the Chardonnay coming from the Côte des Blancs, from the village menil sur Auger or Avis, comparing to the Chardonnay coming from Montagne de Reims, producing in the village Verzonnay or Sillery or Mailly, uh, you see the differences. It's incredible. I mean, I guess But the mastery you, Yeah, you have, mastery you have to being able to combine them into something Yeah, you have to drink a lot at the end <laughs> to be good. Never bad thing. Oh, I, I, I have to tell you the truth. I love that. At the end, I love that. If you don't love that, it's terrible. But I love that. I, I think you have to love it. Yeah. Even sometimes I, oh, I'm not sure I want to drink some champagne. When I'm listening, just the noise of the cork, uh, the opening of the bottle of champagne, it makes me excitement already. I have. Um, well, I, I think that's true, especially in this century or whatever, and the 20th century and the 21st century. Definitely, there is. How can I say this? There's ne you never think a bad thing when you hear a cork being opened. Yeah, it's always a good thing. It's you are going to to listen that noise. Yes, I'm going to open. Yeah, you want now? Yes, yes, of course. Um, It's, it's always that it's noise. You know, we, supposedly December 31st is National Champagne Day. Yeah. What, of course, that would be the only day to choose, I think, because so many ports are being opened. You know, champagne is definitely the one drink that is always thought of as something positive. You know, no. There's always a celebration, and whether that celebration is every day, you celebrate every day, or once in a lifetime, definitely champagne is part of that. And, and, be, and because I have to innovate, because my, my wish, my way was to produce the champagne for tomorrow, not from yesterday. There are so many good brands, well established, that I have to innovate, I have to be creative. So I decided to produce just special cuvées. Grand cuvée and uh, to find uh, packaging uh, innovating too. So um, all my box, uh, you transform the box in ice bucket, and in front of you you see the bottles with the ice bucket, which is the, 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 the box, uh, the original box that you have uh, with each bottle of my six-year-old champagne. Second, I use um, thermo ink. 
which is um, uh, at the beginning it's white but when the conception temperature is all right 110 degrees it becomes red the glass is very important if you drink uh, the, a wine in a good glass and in a bad glass you will see a difference there is no difference if it's the same bottles but you will taste differently so the glass is very important uh, i like this type of glass i like the the, the glass which which called tulip tulip glass because uh, you you have a good sensation and it's easy to drink the champagne when it's too small when it's a flute uh, it's more difficult so I, i i like this type of glass So first you smell, but really smell. When you have a young champagne, when you smell, you will have the sensation to smell alcohol and the bubbles teach a little bit your nose, you know. When you smell, um, I would say, old champagne, a six years old champagne, uh, You will smell really the flower of the grapes, mm, and definitely. because I have eighty percent Pinot, uh, which is the black grapes, you will really smell the Pinot Noir, the Pinot uh, uh, flower. You know, sometimes there is sommelier who are talking about wine with words like ah, it smells uh, honey, uh, rodberry, uh, uh, grillet, bread, grill, or whatever it is. I never put that in my champagne. Just grapes. <laughs> yeah, it's just grapes. Chardonnay, uh, 20% Chardonnay, 10% Pinot Meunier, and 70% Pinot Noir. So it's really... Um, Pinot Noir uh, champagne. I love Pinot Noir. Um, it's a very generous type of grapes. Uh, every year, a Pinot Noir is in the rendezvous. Uh, Chardonnay, it's delicious, but it's um, more difficult to produce a very good Blanc de Blanc champagne with just Chardonnay. And you cannot do that every year because some years Chardonnay is, you are a little bit disappointed about the Chardonnay. Pinot Noir is always a good friend, always here, always nice, always uh, at the rendezvous. It's delicious. Thank you. It has to be because I'm the first drinker of my champagne. I drink my champagne every day. If I didn't produce a marvelous champagne, I will punish myself. So because I am the or first customer, yeah, oh my son. So um, I. I, I I make a good champagne. This is very important because uh, uh, when I was working for Tétanger, uh, I was in a very high level uh, company. And it's always the same story. When you are on a high level, you never want to go down. Uh, so um, it was for me an evidence to, to, to produce a very good champagne. Of course, with my taste, which is different. But uh, 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 I cannot say uh, I produce a better champagne than this brand or this brand. No, I produce with my heart, with my, 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 my style and with my personality. Uh, I make my choice. But uh, it, it, it really, I appreciate to 
um, to give the style I want to my champagne. Because when you are working for uh, a house of champagne, you have to respect the style of this house of champagne. When you are your own uh, uh, boss and when you create your house of champagne, you can produce what you want. You're making your own history. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. To follow, to follow yeah, an history that you didn't. So I know these two parts because uh, when I start, I was a follower. Now I am a pioneer. Uh, well, cheers to that and thank you so much. Thank you. It was fantastic to have Virginie with us today. Remember, champagne should be for every day, not just a holiday. Poo-poo platters, flaming cocktails, and of course, the original Mai Tai should evoke just one name, Trader Vic's, the home of the tiki cocktail. Come back next week to find out how one man named Odysseus found his home not in Greece, but at Trader Vic's in London's Hilton Park Lane. Until next time, bottoms up. For more information and links to everything you've heard about, plus a bit more, please visit bestbitsworldwide.com. Thanks for listening to Best Sips Worldwide, a spin-off of Best Bits Worldwide. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation, including moderation, and never drink and drive. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. You'll find me at the bar. <laughs>